Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. We're going to keep rolling with them and um, I'm going to go over the fantasy baseball draft that I've been talking about and go over with what actually happened. And yeah, it took about a little over two hours to complete last night. I didn't get done until like around 11 or so. So yeah, there's a little uh, since we had to do the keepers during the live draft, the 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 twenty players that were that we had to wait for the keepers to be selected. I guess ESPN doesn't have a setting that we can just assign those keepers to someone. Um, so we just had to hold off from drafting them. And I actually made a mistake in the second round. It was a pretty epic second round of people doing things and timeouts, um, but. Yeah, I ended up like picking J.D. Martinez in the second round instead of supposedly, um, or yeah, I was supposed to pick him in the third round, but I think with the, I don't know what happened. It, it happened though. <laughs> so I mistakenly picked J.D., timeout, rollback, one to my pick, and then I just go get my guy, which we'll talk about. Um, and then I successfully picked J.D. in the third round. So, okay. So that's what I'm going to do with this podcast is just talk about the draft and go through the order of it and just talk about the players again because people um, are wondering if they have some upcoming baseball drafts, fantasy baseball drafts, and get some insight of how a pretty uh, prestige league <laughs> drafted. All right. Uh, there was one thing with the Sheldon Richardson and the Vikings. That was one thing I did not talk about yet. And one year, $11 million, kind of a lot. But we're we're gunning for this year, and it's not it's it's nothing crazy. Um, and he he could provide he already he'll he'll provide a good Tom Johnson's good, but he'll be a little bit better than him. Um, Granted, we paid a lot more, but with just that depth, that extra depth, that extra veteran, I like the move. It, it, a lot of people want to come and play for the Vikings now. It's awesome seeing that attraction. All right, let's get into the draft. Because it might take a little bit. But I'm just going to roll with it. Sunday morning here at 8.23 a.m. Yep, okay. So I had, after the 20 keepers, I couldn't name the keepers quick. I had them highlighted in one tab. So, yeah, I'll just go over the keepers. So we didn't draft these guys. These are the ones that we had held off on, which, which was... Mike Trout, Jose Altuve, Nolan Arenado, Charlie Blackman, Stanton, Scherzer, Judge, Gary Sanchez, J.D. Martinez, Rice Hoskins, Anthony Rendon, Ozuna, Tommy Pham, Robbie Ray, Scoops, Jonathan Scoop, Garrett Cole, Corey Knable, Miguel Sano, Joey Gallo, and Jose Brios. Okay, so this is what went down. And those keepers, I'll mention, and they'll just be... That's where they went in their appropriate spot to be kept. Okay, so the first... Right away, I got thrown for a wrench because, according to the rankings, Trey Turner was up there, and minus minus the, the keepers, the next guys in line um, was kind of like Trey was up there, Goldschmidt, kind of the order it went, but... I didn't think, I thought I was going to be 
making a choice between the first two picks, which was Mookie Betts went number one overall in this draft. And then number two went Bryce Harper. I didn't. I thought both of them were going to be available to me. And then I also thought Goldschmidt was going to be available to me, which he was. But I wasn't. I wasn't planning a draft to have Trey Turner as my guy right away. So I snagged him. I like Trey Turner. He'll get hits. He's a five-category guy. He'll get you an average. He'll get you hits. He'll get you runs. Um, he'll get you stolen bases and a little bit of RBI action. So. I like the pick. I'm glad he was there. I mean, him or Goldschmidt, Mookie or Harper, that's a tough That's a tough choice between those four. But I'm, I'm happy to get a middle infielder out of it um, because I didn't really want to double up on two outfielders, my first three picks. So, okay, I was very happy right away with Trey Turner. Then I went Paul Goldschmidt after me, and then Mike Trout, that was the keeper selection, fifth. And then Jose Altuve, another keeper selection, <clears throat> Excuse me. That was uh, the sixth pick, and then Nolan Arenado. That was another keeper pick. That's seven overall. And then Carlos Correa was picked. Um, that was a little bit of a surprise pick over Kershaw, um, in my opinion. But it's a middle infield slot, and Carlos Correa should be pretty darn good this year, so it's not anything crazy. Uh, so Carlos Correa went, and then at eight, Clayton Kershaw went 9, and then 10, and I was actually thinking about Kershaw with my pick at number 3 as well. I definitely was considering him, so I'm just glad Trey felled me, and it was an easy selection. Um, so 10, Charlie Blackman went, and then that's it for round 1. It's a 10-man league. Um, okay, so we're going to swing to round 2 here, and number 11 went to Joey Votto. Overall, first baseman, he'll, he's a consistent guy, nothing wrong with the pick. Uh, he's getting a little older, so it might, I don't know, it's, it's a safe pick. And then number 12, Chris Sale, he went number 12, a stud pitcher. Number 13, Chris Bryant went, third baseman, uh, he was an MVP candidate, uh, he's a solid player. He's a solid player. Cubs should still be should still be rolling. And then Corey Kluber went. Francisco Lindor went. 14 and then 15. 16 one was Manny Machado. That was a little bit I think that's a little high for Manny Machado. Um, based on his numbers last year, but it's still Manny Machado and he can mash and but his average, his average was pretty bad last year and he didn't really heat up till the end. So I think there's some safer guys, maybe, but again, it's a kind of an infield, corner infield, he's third base, and uh, I'm surprised it's not short. I guess he's not playing shortstop at all. Um, it's just mainly third base, so yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so bad for Manny Machado and Corey Seager. Uh, Seager, I might like more than Machado, but Seager's got his injuries coming. In, I mean, he's playing right now, but... There's a little bit of injury risk, but he's a shortstop middle infielder that's going to get you. He's above average for sure. And then for me, this is where I selected J.D. Martinez. Um, and then we then we rewind. And then when I looked at it again, I was 
deciding between Rizzo and Freeman. Actually, it was pretty pretty obvious to me. I, I went up and, and snagged Freddie Freeman. Um, I like Atlanta. I like Freddie Freeman to knock in a lot of RBIs, get 120 RBIs, hopefully 40 home runs, and just mash. So, yep, got him. I just, there's just a little injury concern, but I like him. I like him, I like him. Max Serger was a keeper that went then, and then Anthony Rizzo to end the round two. So that's 20 picks so far. Uh, Rizzo went two picks after me. Or the next, it was first base, first base, because Scherzer was a keeper. <clears throat> okay, so the start of round three, we got George Springer. The outfielder, he was very good for me last year. He was a World Series MVP. He can hit home runs. He leads off for Houston, so he'll score some runs. Um, he, but you'll still get some RBIs with uh, the home runs. Um, so, yeah, he's a, he's a solid, solid player. Thor Noah Syndergaard went in the beginning of round three. <clears throat> um, he's a he's a kind of at the end. Well, no, there's two more pitchers, but that might be the end of the uh, elite elite pitchers because Thor, when healthy, it was good, is going to be good. So just went after that stud pitcher. And then the third round, so my guys available would have been Bumgarner or Strasburg. I didn't keep Martinez, which would have been just that would have been that would have been good to have one of those two. But they both are kind of risky. I mean, JD's Martinez is risky too. But uh, my third round keeper, JD Martinez, selected him here at number twenty three pick, and then Madison Bumgarner and Strasburg went after that. Those are I like those pitchers. I like Bumgarner more than Strasburg. I think he made a correct choice. Uh, Strasburg will get the strikeouts, but his ERA. Um, they're both solid, but I just like Mad Bum a bit better. Jose Ramirez went after them, second baseman for the Indians. He's a he's one of those consistent guys that will get you. He won't hurt you in any categories. He'll only help you. Um, I would be confident rolling him in second base. He got banged up, I guess, yesterday, um, a little bit, but I think he's fine. He just got pulled from the spring training game and. Um, let's see, what was it? I don't see it anymore, but yeah, he's fine. All right, let's keep rolling here. Cody Bellinger, big rookie uh, last year to help the Dodgers. First baseman, he's going to slug and mash. Hit home runs, get RBIs. <clears throat> it's a pretty solid pick. He's a young guy. You might, might want to keep him at round three next year too just because if he has another big year, um, it's definitely for real. But, yeah, he's got a nice swing, and that was 27 picks. 28, we got DeGrom. DeGrom's a pitcher. <laughs> he's going to strike out a lot of guys and be a good pitcher. And then Stanton, the keeper, went 29. And then the end of round three went Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson is a little risk. He's a little – he's not really that old, but – He's a third baseman for Toronto, and he's just been a little injured and a little off the field. Well, not really that, um, actually. <clears throat> just a little bit of risk there. But he's, he has some elite, proven elite talent. Okay, so that's the end of round three. So at the end of round three, I, I kind of like my guys. 
quite a bit. Trey Turner, speed, five categories. Freddie Freeman, you'll be able to get average RBIs, hits. You should be steady in all categories with home runs. And then J.D. Martinez is a good compliment. I love that compliment, actually, with Freeman and J.D. Martinez because they're both going to do the same thing for me, and that's going to help me in those categories, which are the RBIs, the home runs, um, and the average. It won't hurt that, so that give me that. Stay healthy, all these guys. That's the only bad thing about these first three picks is there is proven injury risk, definitely, with these guys. Okay, and then round five. Wait, no, we're on round four. Round four. Okay. 31 pick was Carlos Carrasco. Uh, he, I had him last year. He was a good pitcher. He was consistent. Got you those quality starts. I don't see why that's going to change this year. Jose Abreu. He, I don't like this pick. I think it's a little bit too, um, too soon for Abreu, but he does have the upside. He does have the talent. White Sox, I just don't like them as a team to have them a lot of opportunities to hit in those RBIs. Um, so I, I think he should he should have went um, a little bit behind some of these next guys coming up. But he's a – first baseman's kind of thin this year in a way. So he just went out and got a guy. Uh, Kenley Jansen, he's uh, one of the top relief pitchers. That's a stud. That's, that's a solid pick. Christian Yelich. Um, he should be a consistent outfielder. Luis Severino went next, 35. He is a up-and-coming ace for New York. He's already named the opening day starter, and um, he, he can strike a lot of guys out, keeps up low ERA, quality starts. He's he's a good pitcher. And Zach Granke went. Uh, people are saying the humidor is going to help him out uh, with the grip. And he's a proven, proven talent to get you those quality starts any pitch. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. I, I like the pick. D. Gordon's next. He's he's getting up there in age, but he can get you the steals, the hits. Um, average might hurt a little bit, but D. Gordon should be solid. And then after D. Gordon, actually, I was looking at D. Gordon with this pick, so I'm up next at the 38th pick. And I'm looking at my rankings here. Um, D. Gordon was just picked. I was eyeing him. <clears throat> I was also eyeing Severino and Granke, to be honest. Um, I wasn't going to pick Benatendi. No to Bregman. Verlander was um, looking at Verlander, but I kind of took a risk on him waiting for, hoping that he would drop. Um, but I went with Dozier here, which I'm, Pleased to have my second baseman be Brian Dozier this year because it just seems like the Twins' offense is going to be mashing and Dozier's going to be a centerpiece to that offense. Well, not centerpiece, but without Snow, possibly, he he should have consistent. Um, well, his average is actually going to hurt. That's the downer with Dozier is the average. But he's going to help me as a second baseman get I mean I didn't get the speed he does steal some bases I guess like 15 a year but he's gonna help with that home run too because I it seems like my team with Freddie Freeman and JD Martinez I'm rolling with the power and Brian Dozier's the power so I'm kind of feeding the category (laughs) again so I like to pick Brian Dozier get a root on the twins get a root him on 
Let's go. So after him, Alex Bregman went, and then Andrew Benatendi. Benatendi is the 10th-round keeper I could have had, um, but I decided against him. So he went 40 overall, and then number 41 was just Justin Verlander. That's the guy I wanted with that 43 pick, um, but <clears throat> didn't work out, so I did get a guy I wanted. So after Verlander went Byron Buxton, and I was kind of thrown off by that pick a little bit. He wasn't Byron Buxton wasn't on my radar quite this early, <clears throat> but he could be. Excuse me, pretty darn good. So my forty third pick, I was looking. This is a pretty crucial pick here, and I was looking at my guys. <clears throat> my I knew I was in trouble with pitching. I haven't selected a pitcher yet, but. According to my like rankings, Starlin Marte was kind of up there, and he was a guy that I wanted, and I was thinking of my categories with Trey Turner. I didn't want to just have Trey Turner up there and just hope Trey Turner is going to give me all my speed. I kind of wanted another solid speed guy to really be above average in the speed category along with my power. So I went after Starlin Marte. Instead of picking you, Darvish, or um, Carlos Martinez, I was looking at here as well. <clears throat> um, so I didn't get a pitcher here. I, I was being patient again with a pitcher, and I wanted a. I just. Starlin Marte is a guy I was picking a lot in mock drafts, and <clears throat> I want him with the speed. So I went after him and snagged him, um, even though I was lacking pitching. So number 44, after my 43 pick, went you, Darvish. And then right away, I'm like, oh, crap, maybe I should have picked Darvish there. That's kind of a nice pitcher to have. But um, 45 was Craig Krimble, and then there was another pitcher. And I'm like, oh, man, I could have had a relief pitcher there instead of Marte. And then Chris Archer went, and then Carlos Martinez went. I'm like, oh, man, I should have probably picked a pitcher there. Um, but uh, <laughs> Justin Upton went then. So that was a nice little four-pack of pitchers right there. I mean, those are all solid guys that I missed out on, but – Stalin Marte, hopefully will give me my speed and hitting categories that I want. Uh, 48, or 49, was Edwin Encarnacion. He is an older first baseman, used to go in the first rounds. He's kind of fading, but I think he's got enough left in him to be a valid starting first baseman, although he might get some days off. I'm assuming I want to back up, but yeah. Daniel Murphy, one after that, another older guy. Um, kind of consistent guy, still has still has something left in the tank, hopefully. Uh, so that was the end of round five. So, yep, added Dozier and Marte to my team. I like it. Some studs. And then Elvis Andrus went the first of number round six. <laughs> he was good last year. He was one of the top shortstops. But it might have been a fluke year that he just went good, but... I think it's an all right pick. Shortstop, get him, get some speed, get a bunch of categories with him. Um, yeah, it's an all right pick. Buster Posey went after him. Catcher, Will Myers. Uh, Will Myers, he's going to be in the outfield now because they got Hosmer at first base. I'm not sure why this says just first base for Will Myers. I'm sure that'll change, but um, yeah, he's uh, going to be an outfielder. <clears throat> Maybe slash first base. AJ Pollock, 
went after Will Myers. He's got some speed. AJ Pollock is a what would be way up there if Arizona was. Um, I mean, they lost some talent. It seems like Arizona's on a bit of a red arrow down for some reason, but I don't know if that's really that true. Um, but, yeah, Pollock, he's just been injury, injured in his groin area and uh, other leg injuries, which his speed is his difference maker. So a lot of people are worried about that. But he can still put up some numbers. Um, Dallas Keuchel went... After 54. So Dallas Keuchel and Chapman, I remember eyeing at my pick coming up here at 58. I was definitely eyeing him. And I think someone else that went before. No, I think it was me. And, yeah, I was hoping that a pitcher, like those first four that after my Marte pick, I was for some reason hoping one of them was going to fall to me. But, yeah, that didn't even come close to happening. Or I thought at least Keuchel was going to be there, but. That didn't work out. And then Chapman was the guy I was going to be picking here for a relief pitcher. But he went right before me. So a lot of pitchers went in between this last pick. And then I was looking at the next pitchers available. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a risk here again. I think the next two available are going to fall to me, which were Quintana and Nola. Um, I ranked Nola higher than Quintana, but I was going to pick one of those two. And I decided to roll the dice and risk that again, thinking that they were both going to be there. So I decided to pick Chris Davis here, an outfielder, just to get another masher, I guess. (laughs) Another outfielder. Um, So that that was my third outfielder. Um, So I already got my three outfielders by round six, which isn't the best strategy because outfielders are usually pretty deep, but it's what what happened. Um, So I got another guy that can just hit for power, um, his average probably won't be that great. I, I'll probably be very mediocre in batting average. Um, but, yep, I got some more power with Chris Davis. He was up there in my rankings. Uh, Contre- Contreras that went after me, I guess he wasn't on my radar with that pick, but that could have been a nice little pick there to get Contreras as my catcher right there um, instead of Chris Davis. And it seems like I'm not really a fan of Chris Davis the past two years playing fantasy baseball, at least on the draft day. For some reason, like, Chris Davis just doesn't call my name. But during the season, looking at his stats and seeing him, he's 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 good. He's really good. And, and another thing that just doesn't attract me is because he's on the athletics, Oakland Athletics, and they're not very good. So I I just went with the, the numbers – even though I don't, he does, he's not that flashy. I just went and rolled with him here. Uh, so I picked him. And then Contreras, Wilson Contreras, went after me, like I said. Uh, Gene Segura, shortstop, went um, after that. And then Robinson Cano. So that was the end of six, so now we're in round seven. Robinson Cano goes. And Jose Quintana. So I'm, after Cano goes, I was confident. I'm like, yes. I'm going to be able to get one of these two pitchers, um, no matter what, Quintana or Nola, because this is going to be my first, this is going to be my ace here, (laughs) which Quintana is my ace. I don't really like, even though he's consistent, probably good for a quality start. Um, I I don't really like him as my ace. I would like more upside there, but he's a consistent guy. So he went, and then 
Glad I didn't have to draft him. And then Aaron Nola went. I'm I'm glad I got Aaron Nola here because he's kind of an up-and-coming pitcher. He's got strikeout potential. He's got potential to be a keeper next year for me at even round seven, I would say. I, I would probably say I might. there's a chance of me keeping Aaron Nola next year, depending on um, – because, like, my other guys I picked were not aren't really young guys at all. Besides Trey Turner, maybe I might be just be keeping Trey Turner next year in round one, um, instead of Aaron Nola in round seven. But yeah, I'm stoked I got him. I just hope he is consistent and really breaks out this year and can be my ace. <laughs> but yeah, that's my first pitcher selected. I was patient and got some got some talent on the offense and what fit my team and. That was my first pitcher. So, okay, after me was Andrew McCutcheon. Solid pick. Justin Turner, after me, he's getting up there in age. But I think in, at this position, to fill a third baseman role, I, I, I have no problem. Justin Turner, Tanaka went after. Bogarts, Sanchez went here as a keeper. Um, Tanaka and Bogarts before Sanchez. I, I'll just say uh, Tanaka is not a bad uh not a bad pitcher there at all. Bogarts, Boston being pretty good this year. He has a chance to have a rebound year. Um, yeah. Okay, so after Gary Sanchez, the 69th pick in round seven, we're on Cespedes. He is an injury-prone guy for sure. Might get you 120 games. But when he plays, he does have the ability to get multi-hits, hit home runs, get RBIs. Mets aren't very good, but... They're, they're just fine. So, yeah, this isn't bad for Cespedes here at all. And then we got Billy Hamilton, drafting him for steals. Pretty much get some speed. Not a bad pick there. Okay, and then James Paxton went. Trevor Story, Robert Osuna. With Osuna, he's good. Toronto, I don't know if they're going to be that good. But that's not a bad pick there. Otani went... This is a question mark guy. Where is he going to go? He went here at 74 overall. And in ESPN, it's just the offense and the, and the pitching all in one. So that's not it's – a, it's a stab. It's a risk, um, kind of. We're in round eight, though. So Eric Hosmer went after him. Lorenzo Cain. <laughs> Ken Giles. And I'm sitting here. Uh, my rankings kind of had Devers up there. Um, above some of these guys that were going. I needed a third baseman. Rafael Devers is a breakout guy. I was just hoping Devers was going to be there, and he was there. He fell to me. I don't know if he fell to me, but I went out and got him, and I was happy with it. Granted, I needed another pitcher, and I was looking at Arietta here. Um, that's the guy I would say I would have picked over Devers um, for sure. But then I would have had two Philly pitchers. Not that that matters that much, but I needed Devers here for my third baseman. Um, so I went out and got him. And I'm happy with it for sure. Could be a keeper question next year, but probably not. Uh, Rossiel Iglesias won for Cincinnati after Devers, 79. Uh, he's going to get you he's a – he's a good relief pitcher. Some save chances, get you those inning pitch. Low ERA, some strikeouts. Uh, yeah. Jake Arrieta went the last pick of round eight, so two picks after Devers. So we're on to round nine. Um, 
Garrett Cole was the first pick of round nine. He is on the Houston Astros now. And uh, he should be a pretty good pitcher. But he wasn't really attractive to me this year for some reason. I just wasn't – I don't know. I actually would rather have the guy that I picked. Uh, but Ian De- Desmond won after Cole, and then I'm the third pick of the ninth round, and I went and got Lance McCullers. He's got – last year he proved to be have some major upside, uh, but he's got some major risk injury, kind of like a lot of guys and pitchers. I decided to just – since I was lacking on – kind of pitchers so far in my draft that decided to maybe reach a little bit or go after a guy that gives me a chance at um, being, when he when he's healthy, when he's in my lineup, being pretty elite. So I went after him, got him. And then Alex Wood, I like some of these guys that went after me, definitely. Um, Alex Wood. Uh, solids pitcher. Whit Merrifield, I was definitely eyeing him there at 83, but I just from my the way my draft went and my team, I just couldn't pull the trigger on Whit Merrifield there. Um, and then we got Domingo Santana went after him, and then Edwin Diaz, that's a guy I wanted. I was hoping he was going to fall to me on the next pick, but he went right away. Uh, that's going to be a solid pick. I like the Mariners this year as a team. Should be in some closer games, and I like it. I like their team. Uh, Rignard at Ordor, uh, second base for Texas. He went after Diaz. He's kind of a interesting fantasy player. He seems to be pretty good when he's, but he just so he's pretty up and down. And we got Mike Mustakis. I he went pretty early here. I I think that was a little bit. He had a rebound year, but I think there's some other guys. But he can mash the ball. Cody Allen, and when we're this late, I mean, we're not that late in the draft, but you just got to go after the guys you want in drafts. I like it. Then you have the guys you want on your fantasy team, and then it just makes it more enjoyable. Um, so Cody Allen went after Mike Moustakis, a relief pitcher for Cleveland. Last year he was kind of in the mix of not being the relief pitcher and um, a little weirdness, but he should be solid. Should be. So that ends around 9. We're on to round 10. Uh, I guess, yeah, let's just keep rolling. So round 10 started off with the first baseman, Matt Olson. He wasn't on my radar, uh, but we're getting down to kind of yet some taking stabs at guys here because you kind of filled out some of your roster. Now you're looking for some upside and or some safe guys just to fill a role. So Matt Olson went there, DJ LeMahieu for Colorado. Uh, he's consistent. He'll get you that batting average for sure. Some hits. So, yeah, not bad second baseman. I, I would say he's on the lower tier of starting second baseman just because he's mainly an average guy. But he is a Colorado, and um, he should be solid. And Louis, Louis Castillo went for Cincinnati. He's a young starting pitcher. And he is going to – he's got the upside, basically. And these, that's what I just said. These kind of types of rounds, you're looking for the high upside, and he's got it. That strikeout, he showed flashes last year, and he'll have his chances this year. So I, I like the the pick. You could say Castillo could have been a better pick than McCullers, Luis Castillo's, or yeah, Castillo. Um, but yeah, okay. Trevor Bauer went after him. Uh, that's another guy that kind of is up and down, but he's got 
some upside. Nicholas Castellanos <laughs> went for the third baseman, uh, Detroit. He's He can put up numbers. So if he's your starting third baseman, he's playing a lot. He should be pretty solid. But I don't know about Detroit this year. Uh, Matt Carpenter went around. That's kind of a one of those boring safe picks that will probably pay off. But it looks like he's the only first baseman here. So I don't know. Yahoo, I know he was a bunch of positions last year. So I don't know what that's about. Uh, then we got Miguel Sano, third baseman. Yeah, there's some upside here, definitely, with the way he went here in 97. But with all this bad stuff that's going on, domestic uh, violence, kind of being his leg injured and just some stuff going on, it's a little bit of a risk. But he he can provide, if you stick with Sano this whole year, and if he gets over that and gets into shape, you know, coming into June, July, then or after the All-Star break, and he's... Everything's all good. The Minnesota's rolling. Snow could return some third. He could be really good down the stretch. So I would suggest being patient with him. So I went after after Snow. I was looking at pitchers pretty much the rest of the way now <laughs> because my team was my starting team was pretty solid. Um, I, I needed a little bit of depth for it, but my main focus was pitchers now, trying to find those diamonds, um, the upside. Uh, yep. So I want David Price here. I know he's had some pretty bad years. I mean, he's had good years, all-star. I mean, but he's been a weird, he's had a weird MLB career, I would say. He's got another year with Boston here, and I think the whole Boston vibe, their team's going to be really good. And I think Price might get lifted up here, and I think he is, or at least I'm hoping that's why I picked him here, is that he can return and give me those quality starts. I think he's that type of pitcher that can go six innings now at the point of his career pretty pretty consistently. Um, obviously, there's injury risk, but he's got the ability to get, make a hitter swing and miss. He's on Boston. He's got a rotation spot. I like him as my third pitcher, basically starting pitcher. It's, it's with a little bit of upside. Then Brad Hand went after that Chaska pitcher. Um, yeah, he, uh, I was eyeing him, but I needed a starting pitcher. Brad Hand should be solid for San Diego if they can get into some save opportunities. Travis Shaw, he should be able to mash as a third baseman for the Milwaukee Brewers. I think the Red Sox wish they had him. They didn't really trade him because, well, that was the year they got Panda Bear. Um, but, Yeah. Travis Shaw should be good. Salvador Perez, so that was at around 10, around, around 11 now. Around 11, Salvador Perez, the catcher, he went. And then Andrew Miller went as a relief pitcher. I was glad that my guy was there for me in this pick. I went with Felipe Ribeiro. I had him last year. He was a good pitcher. Pittsburgh should be should be pretty solid. Their outfield... Um, a little reshuffled, but well, they don't have McCutcheon, basically, is what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, they they uh, they should be solid. Uh, so what I'm saying is for save chances, I think Felipe Ribeiro is a has a talented arm. So I like to pick. And then man, now Margot went at 104 after me in round 11. 
Uh, he's he's a young guy, rookie last year, and he should they he should play a lot, and they he he might uh, be just fine there. Kyle Hendricks went. He's he's just okay. Alex Colomay, that was a guy I could have got over Rivero as a relief pitcher, but I like Pittsburgh more than the Rays. Tampa Bay's kind of is. Uh, they might lose a lot of games. Eddie Rosario went. Let's go, Eddie. Uh, yeah, he's kind of coming over an injury, triceps, and I'm hoping he he will. He's going to be solid. He's going to be rock solid this year as a left fielder, and I like him. Ronald Acuna, Atlanta, he's a young guy. He's got an upside, round 11. Uh, John Lester went. He should be a solid starting pitcher. Wade Davis. Oh, yeah, I remember... I like I said, John Lester. I remember looking at my next pick after I picked Rivero and looking at the next guys, and Lester was on my radar, but then he got picked. Uh, then we got Wade Davis, Colorado relief pitcher. That's the end of round 11. Zach Godley, Arizona, starting pitcher. Uh, he was on my radar. He went. Uh, Yasiel Puig went. And then Rich Hill. He's Mr. Blister. I didn't really want him, but just because of that, he, when he's healthy, he's... He's up there with some – he's got some nasty stuff. Uh, so he went. Some, some pitchers went, and I'm like, God darn it, because I was definitely eyeing pitchers. Uh, but Eduardo, Eduardo Nunez went after Rich Hill, and then Greg Bird, Sean Doolittle. I definitely was looking at Doolittle as a relief pitcher here. Uh, but I was mainly looking at my guy that I'm going to be drafting. And then Miguel Cabrera went. He fell to the round a lot. 12, 117 pick. Uh, he just had a bad year last year. I picked him, and it was a bust. Um, so I picked Johnny Cueto here because I needed some more pitching help. And I like the pick. I'm, I'm glad I got him. I was hoping I was going to get him, and I got him. So he should, he should get me those quality starts and should be a decent pitcher for me since I kind of made up for pitchers, I feel like even though I waited to draft one later. Um, and then we got Ozzy Albies, the Atlanta. He could be a good keeper selection next year. Did get him in round 12, so that's your 12 through 22 pick. Um, he's he, he's an ex-up-and-coming guy. So there's some upside there, big upside pick. Sonny Gray went after him for another pitcher. So that's end of round 12. I'm feeling good about my team. So the pitchers now that I snagged, uh, to kind of make up for, I mean, my last four rounds, I picked a pitcher, which was Johnny Cueto, Felipe Rivero, David Price, and Lance McCullers um, to help out Aaron Nola, which I like. All right, so here's my next guys coming up. Um, overall, and then, okay, so round, uh, <laughs> round 13 is what we got. Evan Gaddis, catcher went. And Anthony Rendon, that was a keeper. I think Gaddis was a... No, I guess wasn't a keeper. Um, but he went Rendon. And then at 123 overall, I picked Chris Taylor. He's got some upside uh, with the Dodgers. He should, have, he should have more lockdown playing time. He's kind of a sleeper this year. There was, it was kind of a pick that I didn't really want to make because... I always, or I already had some outfield, um, and I planned on snagging and who I ended up getting. 
Um, it was another second base outfielder. But I just wanted to get a piece of Chris Taylor and that upside that he had. I was looking at Wilson Ramos here, and I was looking and planning to pick him on my next one because I think he's got some nice catcher power. Uh, but he went soon after. But So, yeah, I got Chris Taylor. Uh, hopefully that pans out as a utility guy. And then I got, or not I, but the next pick was Danny Duffy, a starting pitcher. Should be a solid one. And then Luke Weaver won another starting pitcher. So I could have went with another pitcher with one of those two, but I didn't. Nomar Mazzaro went after that. And then Wilson Ramos that I was talking about went there. And then Ryan Braun. I was looking at him. He fell kind of a lot, but nobody really likes him because he gets injured every single year. But he's on Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's better, and he could be good if he stays healthy. D.D. Gregorius, he's a shortstop, and he could be good. Um, he, he did well last year, but... He might have a regression, but he might just be rock solid with like a 280 average and give you that power. Can have power. Pretty solid late later on pick. Kyle Seeger went after that. That's a boring pick, but it should be solid. Okay, that's end of round 13. So round 14 comes along, and Marwan Gonzalez is selected. He's got a lot of positions. He's a good, he's a solid player to have on your team. Gio Gonzalez went. Marcus Stroman. Uh, Stroman went here, but he's got some games that he's going to be missing. But, um, yeah. Justin Bauer. He's got power. <laughs> Brodus Viscano. I don't know how to say that. He went. He's a relief pitcher for Atlanta Braves. He should be pretty solid. Brett Gardner. Marcelo Zuno, Zuno went. And then I got a guy that I've been getting a lot of mock drafts, and I'm glad I got this guy. To compliment with Marte and kind of this, well, I don't know if he's that speedy, but Gregory, Gregory Polanco. I know it's another outfielder, and I just think I'm getting some some value here with this pick, some upside. Granted, he wasn't that great last year, but and I could end up dropping him. I just wanted to see if he's going to be not breaking out, but going to... Apparently he is looking swole at, on uh, on the Pittsburgh's <laughs> training camp, and yeah, I don't know. I just want for the upside here. I have a chance. Javier Baez went after him. He doesn't do too much for me. Dylan Bundy. He's just a doesn't do too much for me. Uh, Waka. Brandon Morrow went. Brandon Morrow is a decent relief pitcher. Has a chance to close. <coughs> um, drink. But uh, that, that, it makes me feel better about the Gregory Polanco pick, <laughs> Gregory Polanco, because those next four guys aren't don't really do much for me. And then I was very happy to get, because I was definitely thinking about picking my sleeper of the year, Ian Happ, at where I picked Gregory, Gregory Polanco just to make sure I got him. But he fell to me. He didn't fall, but he was still still there. But it's another second baseman um, that I don't really need another second baseman, but it's a value pick because Ian Happ could end up being a monster leading off for the Cubs. He's got power. He's kind of like a Dozier in a way, I guess, and he's like a young Dozier. We'll just say that, who I have on my team. So, yeah, I was happy to get him. And then after uh, Ian Happ went, then years Familia went. He's a relief pitcher for the Mets. Kind of had some issues last year, domestic suspension and injury, 
Now he's got to earn his job back, but he very well could. Yohan uh, Moncada went after. Uh, he's uh he's got he's a big White Sox um, prospect. He's up in the bigs now. This is like going to be his first year, mainly starting here. So it's a he's got some speed. It's pretty late for him with the upside, so it's a pretty good pick. Uh, and then we got Abisail Garcia. He's in the outfield. He's a solid batter with some power. Chase Anderson went. Adrian Beltre went. Ian Kinsler and then Justin Smoke. So that's now we're starting to talk about guys. I'm not gonna or name some guys. I'm not gonna talk about too much. So we're gonna pound through these next rounds here, um, which we got in time so far. Forty four minutes. It's longer than I thought it was already. Okay, well that's cool. Whatever. Jeff Smarja. We're starting round 16 now, 151 overall pick. Jeff Smarja, he's got some. He's a weird fantasy pitcher, uh, but he he has the he can do it. He can be all right. A val uh, valid <laughs> starting pitcher for your team. Adam Eaton went. He got injured last year, but he should be healthy, and he is a five category guy. He can he can be valuable. John John Gray went. Adam Jones went. Josh Bell. Addison Russell. Uh, JT Real Muto. I was looking at him here, but I didn't really want to pick him um, because he's on Miami. But he did get picked right before me, so that made my choice easy. Not picking a catcher here. I went with uh, a guy that was lower on the rankings. I remember looking at him, and I was also looking at Ender in 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 Ciarte Ender Enciarte, uh for Atlanta. Got like 500 plus hits last year but i had enough outfielder and i just didn't need him but that was definitely a value pick there so i went with uh kind of below the rankings to get some more pitching help and i like relief pitchers and hector naris caught my eye last year as being a good relief pitcher and he's here he's on the phillies Phillies should be a little bit better this year maybe some more save opportunities maybe he definitely is the guy um, i think he kind of has to earn that he's on a short leash or but yeah, I just went for him. And then Jason Kipnis went after me there. And then, yeah, Ender Inciarte went at the end of round 16. So now i got 17. Michael Fulmer, Charlie Morton. i got Jameson Tyone. I was looking at uh, Jake Lamb here to get a backup third baseman. And I might have, should have picked him after looking at my team. But I went for... Uh, He's kind of young, Jameson Tyone. I had him on my team last year. He, he had a, he has his story with him, cancer, and he's coming back and he's playing and he's got some upside. He was a pretty pretty uh, high up there prospect and he, he can get some strikeouts. It's just his consistency and sometimes he doesn't go that many innings at all. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I took a stab at him though. And then Blake Treenan went. Right after me. That should be a nice pick. Uh, lead pitcher for Oakland. Jay Bruce went after that. He should be an RBI machine. Jake Lamb then, what I was talking about, went after him. Ryan Zimmerman. Delino DeShields. He should be a speed guy. Uh, but there, Texas seems like there's some guys out there in the outfield. Um, might be switched around. But I think he's got the starting role for sure. Now, at least the opener season. Garrett Richards. And then Mark Melanson, he's a relief pitcher for Giants who uh, has got the job and has to lose. Yadier Molina, start of round 18, catcher. Paul DeJong, he should be solid shortstop, but kind of a late round 
cover your shortstop, and he's got some speed. He he's that he should be rock solid. Kevin Gosman, uh, I drafted him last year, and he kind of sucked, but he's got he's got some stuff. So it's another another stab at him for a pitcher. Logan Morrison went Lomo. Uh, let's go Minnesota Twins. Hopefully he had some bombs with the, with us, like 40. Call it good. Mike Z- Zanino went. I was going to pick Zanino here as my catcher, uh, but he was picked here. I was a little bit surprised. I was thinking I was going to get him. But Robbie, Way- Robbie Ray as a keeper went after him. And then Adam Duvall went. And then I went up and snagged Kelvin Herrera. He's a relief pitcher for the Royals. He's got some talent. Um, he's, he has a talented arm. Royals should be okay, get some save chances. So that was just another relief pitcher that I wanted to snag. Uh, then Kyle Schwarber went. Kenta Maeda. Schwarber's been crushing it in spring trading, and he's only outfield now, but he could be – he could mash. <laughs> if, he, if he goes back to his old – not his old, but, yeah, he's still young, and Kyle Schwarber could be good here. Kenta Maeda went as a pitcher. Okay, round 19. We got four rounds left. Almost done here. Uh, round 19, we have Matt Chapman, third baseman for Oakland. Then we got Matt Harvey going for the Mets starting pitcher. Chris Davis I selected with the 183rd pick as a first baseman uh, for Baltimore. That's just kind of a late round stab at a – I needed some first baseman backup anyway, so that's just another like, power guy I can sub in if Freeman goes down or, you know, I can just swap. He's an option. Not a bad late-round pick, I think. Then we got Lance Lynn. Pretty solid pick after that, Minnesota. Archie Bradley, Aaron Judge was a keeper pick. Um, Orlando Arcia, he's a young guy, shortstop. Should be pretty good in this Milwaukee. Uh, Danny Salazar, but there is Segura there. Um, but actually, I'm not sure where Orlando Arcia. Wait, Segura? No, he's on Mariners. I don't know what I'm talking about. Danny Salazar, starting pitcher, and Carlos Santana and Greg Holland. Wrap up round 19. Then we got Tejan Walker. I was hoping to pick him here, um, my next pick, but he went. Uh, that's a nice nice value there for Tejan Walker. Then we got Cole Hamels, Brad Brock, Julio Tehran, uh, Fernando Rodney of Minnesota, a relief pitcher, veteran guy. He's like 40 years old. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy is a catcher. He went. Uh, yep. Eric Thames, first baseman. He's the guy who was going crazy in the beginning of last year, hitting like nine home runs, nine straight games, and it was just mashing, getting drug tested, and then he kind of fell off the cliff completely. Uh, but yeah, he went late round stab at a first baseman. And then I went and got a catcher. I, felt, I was looking at the catchers here, and I felt like Wellington Castillo, even though he's on the White Sox, I wasn't too thrilled about having any, anybody on the White Sox. I feel like he's a catcher that can save me an average and just give me something a week. <laughs> give me some hits. Give me some average. Keep my average okay. And so I decided to go with him, even though instead of drafting him like in the last round. Well, I guess my keeper was in round 22, and this is round 20. So, yeah, I got my catcher, Wellington Castillo. Michael Conforto went after me, and then Patrick Corbin, <clears throat> round 20. So we got two rounds left. Round 21 is my last one, basically, because my round 22 is a keeper. So Jordan Montgomery, uh, that's kind of a nice late-round stab. And I did want this next pitcher that was picked, Blake Snell. That's a guy I wanted to pick here at 203, but he was picked right before me at 202. 
Um, so I'm like, oh shit, what am I going to pick here? So I was just kind of looking through and then I didn't really know. I couldn't decide. So I'd, I know Addison Reed I wanted for Minnesota in case Fernando Rodney loses his role and Addison Reed could just be a pitcher to get some innings and ERA and strikeouts anyways. So I decided to get Addison Reed here. He might start too slow and I might have to drop him, but I decided to take a stab at him right away just because I wanted him. So I got Addison Reed, relief pitcher. Who's next in line? And then Dylan Betances went. That's another, like, same Addison Reed situation. He's behind Chapman, New York, but he's a solid, elite setup man and can close games if Chapman gets injured. <clears throat> and then we got Danson Lament. He is a young guy, San Diego. Actually, San Diego has a lot of young – well, not a lot, but San Diego might have a little turnaround. They went out and got Hosmer. They could, they could be better than I think. And then uh, Chicago White Sox, Giolito. He uh, had some troubles. He, he's a young arm with some uh, talent. Jonathan Scope, Scoop, he was uh, the keeper pick that went. And then Blake Parker, relief pitcher, solid pick. Evan Longoria, third baseman, good pick. Tanner Roark, starting pitcher, he went. So that's some solid round 21 picks right there. And round 22... Last round, here we go. Tommy Pham. A lot of these guys are going to be keeper picks because uh, if you like picked up a guy in free agency, mainly what may, most of these guys are, you could keep him in round 22. So Tony Pham, uh, he was a keeper. Jose Barrios went. He was a keeper. Bryce Hoskins, he was a keeper. Went. Marco Estrada went. Evan Sir Irvin Santana went. And then Shane Green, relief pitcher. Jacob Faria. Uh, he's a young gun um, pitcher. And then I had my guy, Corey Knabel, um, for the guy that picked him up last year, and I decided to keep him around 22. Solid, maybe top five relief pitcher. Glad you have him. And then David Dahl. And then the last keeper and last pick of the draft is Joey Gallo. He's going to hit home runs and be pretty good. So that's it. That's the fantasy draft that I did last night. It took about two hours. It took me about almost an hour just to go over it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad to have another episode out there with some more material. Um, maybe you guys will listen. Maybe you guys will care. Maybe this doesn't matter. <laughs> but, yeah, it's out there. That's a whole 10-man uh, live draft of a of a pretty, pretty intense league. So there's some material for you. Um, hope uh, you liked me breaking down, going over the picks. So, yeah, I'm going to probably eat some breakfast here now and get along with my Sunday. Back to work tomorrow for my long little break. Thursday and Friday off of work and then Saturday, Sunday. So, back at it tomorrow. All right. Well, yep, March Madness is still going on. I'll be watching that today and just uh, just hanging out. Okay. Hope everyone... Uh, Enjoy the listen. Has a good rest of their day, I guess, when they listen. I don't know when it's going to be. Probably is just Monday. Today's Sunday. It's 9.16 a.m. now. Okay, so, yep, this is, again, like I always say, five-star review on iTunes or the Apple Podcasts. That's huge for us. Uh, positive comments. Follow us at Twitter, at SportsPuzzle, all one word. That's the best forms of communication. Um, yeah, so this is Brandon. I'm going to sign us out here. The Sports Puzzle, episode 34.
Peace out, sports homies.